You're alive in your body, but you're not a body. You're not, you are a spirit. Your spirit was, well, your spirit was dead until Jesus came, until you received that sacrifice. And now your spirit became alive and now you're alive in Christ. Now your spirit is fully alive, alive in him. That means you understand spiritual things. That means God has set you apart to understand spiritual things. You have the mind of Christ. See, I have the mind of Christ. I understand spiritual things. I understand that God says he knows the end from the beginning. And when I don't know something, I know that he does. So I can lean upon, I can draw from the strength of the everlasting arms of Jesus, right? Amen. I apply the blood. Say, I'm going to apply the blood. Devil, I'm applying the blood. There is power in the blood. Oh, we're covered by the blood. Say, I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm covered by the blood. No weapon formed against me shall prosper because I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, right? Though an army may be encamped all around me, I'm covered by the blood. Say, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, right? Amen. A thousand may fall by my side, ten thousand by my right hand, but I'm covered by the blood. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm covered by the blood. Say, I'm covered by the blood. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because of the blood, your debt was paid. All of our debt was completely paid, 100%, not one thing lacking. Because of the blood, you are now justified, which means it's just as if you never sinned. You are justified in Christ. Say, I'm justified in Christ. His blood shed for me, delivered me, saved me, set me free, forgave me. Hallelujah. Because of the blood. Because of the blood, you are forgiven. You are spared. You are spared from God's wrath. Did you know what the blood did for you? The power of the blood. Sometimes we just don't think about the blood enough, but we need to. We need to understand the importance of the blood. There was the wrath of God that would have been ours, but because of the blood of Jesus, we do not receive what we should have received. We do not receive the wrath of God. We receive the blessing of God. We receive the, the anointing of God. Yes, we see, receive the conviction of God, but we receive the fullness of his presence. We receive the power that that blood actually bought, purchased for us for me say it was for me the blood cleansed us cleansed me the blood cleansed you because of the blood you have the power to overcome the enemy because of the blood because of the blood covenant because of the blood sacrifice now the bible says that because of the word of your testimony because of his blood that he shed you now have the power to overcome every assignment that's come against you and ephesians 2 13 says that you are able you are able to come close to god because of the blood See, you know, we might just take that for granted, but we shouldn't. Because in, in Ephesians 2.13, it says that in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. You who were once far, but because of the blood, now you've been brought near. Never, ever, ever underestimate or take for granted the fact that we are drawn into, are told to come close to our heavenly Abba, Father God, because he made a way. And that was through the blood. Say it was through the blood. The blood of Jesus, your protective weapon. Jesus became our Passover lamb. And Satan has become eternally helpless. He has become eternally helpless because Jesus became our Passover lamb. He's your Passover lamb. Apply the blood to the wicked plans of the enemy, all of them. The kingdom of heaven, it suffers violence. But the violent take it by force. You're violent 
in the spirit, meaning this, that you have the word of God, which is a weapon to defeat the enemy's strategies. And the weapon which you have in the word, in the blood, in the saving grace of our Lord, is a weapon that you will yield against the strategies of the enemy. And we will never forget to apply the blood. Say, I'm applying the blood today. Devil, you're defeated because of the blood. Satan, the blood is against you. Satan, the blood is against you. Right now, I want you to say that over your family, over your loved one, someone you're standing for and believing for, you're praying, maybe it's over yourself, your body. Satan, the blood is against you. I want you to get your finger out, I want you to point. I want you to tell him, Satan, the blood is against you. Satan, the blood is against you. When you mean it, the enemy knows you mean it, and that's when he backs off. You wonder why he doesn't always back off? Well, do you even believe what you're saying? Do you really mean it? Do you know that you're the righteousness of God? Do you know that he's bought you, purchased you with his own blood? Do you know that he's given you his all? You now have his DNA. You walk in a higher realm. You literally walk on a higher level. You literally are seated in the high seats, in the high places with Jesus Christ, seated, seated at the right hand of the Father. And so therefore, covered in the blood, I want you to see yourself as covered in the blood. It's not the blood that was for this, for, it wasn't just a covering. It wasn't just a covering. That's what the Old Testament did for us. It covered. It didn't take away. But the blood of Jesus took it all away. All of our sins, past, present, and future, and for all mankind. Amen. Not even just for you. The blood. Say, the blood is enough. I have the blood of Jesus running through my veins. The blood of Jesus. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel is still crying out, crying out on the ground, but the blood of Jesus speaks. The blood of Jesus speaks. I want you to hear that. The blood of Jesus speaks. Say, the blood speaks. The blood is talking. The blood is talking. The blood of Jesus still speaks. When we apply the blood, the blood of Jesus speaks. Amen. Hebrews 12, 24. It says, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better, a better thing than that of Abel. The blood of Jesus speaks. Say, the blood speaks, and it speaks a better thing. We know that in the book of Genesis, Abel's blood is crying out from the ground. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. And then he went on, he said, so now cursed. Now you are cursed from the earth. The voice of your brother's blood cries out. There's a cry that goes forth. This is a cry of a murder. This was a cry of an injustice. And it was crying out. There was an injustice done. And it continued to cry out. But the blood of Jesus, which is far better than the, bull, the blood of bulls and goats, the sacrifices that they used to perform in the Old Testament. The blood of Jesus was because his blood was pure. His blood is holy. His blood was sacrificial. His blood is the heaven's blood, the blood of God himself coming down. And he has said, now the blood of Jesus speaks. It's not just the blood of Abel. It's the blood of Jesus that speaks a better word. It is speaking still to you. When you see that circumstance, you need to look at it and realize not only are you covered by the blood, not only are you now immersed in the blood, not only do you have a new DNA, which is now the blood of Jesus, not just covered, but internally indwelling in the blood of Jesus running through your veins, but now you look at that situation and you say, the blood of Jesus is against you, Satan, because the blood of Jesus still speaks. 
Hallelujah. Somebody needs to say, Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus speaks. If the blood of Jesus is speaking, are you allowing it to speak through you? Are you allowing the blood of Jesus to speak through you? Do you know your rights in Christ? Do you know what happened at the cross? Do you know when he rose again what happened? Do you know that not, it wasn't just water, it was water and blood that he, was, that he spilt, and that blood was eternal for you to speak it, to decree it. No weapon formed against you can prosper, but why do we say that so confidently? Because it is the blood that we apply. Satan hates the blood. And he, and he really comes against a believer that doesn't know their true authority. I mean, he comes against all believers, but he'll really, he'll almost destroy you if you let him when you don't know the blood. Sometimes you just got to wake up. Sometimes you just got to say, enough is enough. I've been beat up long enough. I'm rising up, devil, and I'm applying the blood. Maybe you deceived me last, just yesterday or two weeks ago. But sometimes you just need to say, I'm getting up again. The blood speaks. Let the blood speak through me. The blood of Jesus. And it speaks a better word. It speaks a better word than anything else. How many of you are following me right now? So the blood has a voice. Ever think about that? If the blood of Jesus speaks, if the blood of Jesus is speaking then that means the blood has a voice. He's our Passover lamb, but he has, he has a voice. He has a voice. Every time you apply the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus speaks to the devil, Passover. Let it sink in. Every time you speak the blood of Jesus, that blood is speaking to devil, to the devil, and it's saying, Passover, can't touch this devil. Passover, you can't touch them. Passover. And there's some of our families we are decreeing, Passover, devil. The blood of Jesus still speaks. Passover, devil. Woo. Glory. When I see the blood, oh, the power of the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over. He passes over. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike. When the strike, when the assignment, when the, when the, the avalanche comes, the blood of Jesus passes over you. The Passover lamb. Verse 23, jump down to verse 23. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow. Say, he won't allow it. He will not allow it. When he sees the blood, he will not allow it. He will not allow the destroyer. He will not allow the destroyer to come. He will not allow the destroyer to come to you. He will not allow the destroyer to come to your house. He will not allow the destroyer to strike you. He will not allow the destroyer to come and strike down your children. He will not allow the destroyer to come down and strike your marriage. He will not allow the destroyer to come and strike down that which belongs to you. He will not allow it. Plead the blood. Apply the blood. The blood still speaks. Who is allowed? the blood to speak through them. When God sees the blood of Jesus, he doesn't see your sin. See, the enemy always wants to condemn you. He wants to bring condemnation. And the enemy tries to do so by sentencing a death sentence, a 
a sentence of murder. Basically, it's a murderous sentence because that's what condemnation really means. Romans 8 talks about there is therefore now no condemnation for those who love God, for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purposes. There's no condemnation for God's children, right? No condemnation. But the enemy is always trying to put condemnation because that is a sentence of death. But when the blood has been applied, when the blood has been applied, when you apply the blood, which has already been taken care of, God's already provided for you, but now you've got to apply it. When you apply the blood that was already provided for you, when Jesus sees you, he doesn't see the sin. He doesn't see the stain. He sees his blood. It's a sacrifice. It's an aroma. It's a pleasing sacrifice. No, it's the way that he ordained it. We have to understand there needed to be death to something in order therefore there to be life to another. You have the blood. We apply the blood. We walk in the power of the blood. And we know that Satan is defeated because of it. I've already made provision. It's the covenant of my blood with you. It's the covenant. God does not break his covenant. It's a blood covenant. Do you know there's a blood covenant? And we're walking in it. We are walking in a covenant of blood. We know that God's covenants are true, right? I want you to turn with me. I want to prove to you that we are walking in a covenant. A covenant of blood. Uh, Zechariah 9, 11. Okay, it says, as for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, what is it? What is it? It is the blood of God's covenant towards us. As for you, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free. Freedom because of the blood of his covenant. Free, free from the waterless pit. There was a waterless pit that was designed to destroy your loved ones. It was an empty cistern where they could fall in and never get out. It was like a vortex, a black hole of division, of deception, and of destruction. But because the blood of your covenant, you know, you can sit there and look at that situation and you can go, my gosh, this is, it seems impossible. It's been so long. How is this ever going to change? But because of the blood of the covenant, you don't have to figure it out. As a matter of fact, stop trying to figure it out. Just speak the blood. Satan, you see the blood? That blood is still speaking. Satan, you see that blood? That blood is not only just speaking, but it's speaking a better word. It's speaking a better word than what was done in the beginning. The blood is, there's life in the blood. The blood is not stagnant. There's life in the blood. Let's finish reading this portion of scripture, uh, 11 and 12. It says, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. I should hear a shout of amen. Simply because if you have any, any person that you're believing for and you're believing freedom for them, if you're believing freedom for them, he says, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. He is setting your prisoners free from the waterless pit. I don't care if it's waterless. I don't care if there's no way in the natural for them to get out of that waterless pit. It doesn't matter because God's provided a way. And that way is the way that Satan cannot figure out. He can't change. He can't undo it because it is the blood of his sacrifice, the blood of his covenant that he shed for us. And it can never be undone. Hallelujah. And then he says, return to the stronghold. Again, we see that word stronghold. Return to the stronghold. Prisoners of hope. There's only one kind of prisoner you can be, and that is the prisoner of hope. Only one kind. I'm a prisoner for the hope of God within me. In other words, I'm so connected, so tied to him. I'm so one with him that my hope is his hope. Amen. Prisoners of hope. 
prisoners of hope because of the blood of his covenant. When you become convinced of this, wow, does your life change. Because you know, not only am I marked out by the blood, not only is there blood in my system and my DNA is now completely different, it's got the blood of Jesus running through my veins. Not only that, not only am I covered, not only is the blood of Jesus running through my veins, but out of my mouth I'm going to speak, devil, the blood is against you. Devil, the blood still speaks. Devil, the blood is speaking against you, and you can't do a thing about it. That's the thing. You can't do a thing about it. And so that's why people go, well, why you got to be so radical? Didn't you already make your point? Can't you just go on? No, this is the point. This is the, this is the whole thing. It's all about the blood. It's the power in the blood. It's power in the blood of Jesus. I believe you guys are diehard Christians. I believe that you guys are on fire for him, and you're like, you know what, devil? There may have been a day, but that day is over, and you are now under my feet, and I'm going to press through whatever I have to press through. I'm going to press through. I'm going to climb up whatever I have to climb up, but I'm going to go where the well is. I'm going to go where there's water. I'm going to go where the spout of the glory continues to pour out, and you're not going to stop me, devil. Amen. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. And then look at what else it says. That's just about your prisoners of hope. Even today, even today, he says, I declare that I will restore double to you. You have double. God says in his word, even on Isaiah 61, 7, he says, instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Here he's saying you will have double. There is a double portion blessing. I decree over you right now, as we're in agreement with the word of God, that because of the blood of his covenant, because of the blood of his covenant, there is a double portion coming to you. Double portion. You thought you were just going to get this much? God says, no, I've got so much more. You didn't even know how to even ask for it above and beyond such a radical type of Christianity that he's called you to walk in radical 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 boldness father I thank you deliverance comes because of the blood of his covenant do you know that you can be totally delivered if you still need deliverance if you even need a little bit of deliverance understand the power of the blood and you'll be delivered all right you'll be delivered you don't need someone to cast that demon out of you you apply the blood now, I'm not saying you shouldn't get the demon cast out of you, but I'm saying apply the blood. Don't negate. Don't negate this powerful, powerful, rich substance that's holy and that is pure, that still speaks, that is alive, and that continues to flow, and it flows for you. Just as creative words are power, God's words. Just as God's words are creative words, right? He spoke, and those words are still speaking. Those words are still creating God's words. They're speaking creative power. Don't you know the power of the blood is the same? Don't you know the blood is not stagnant? It's impossible for humans. It's impossible for us. We'd have to preserve our blood. God didn't have to preserve his blood. It was preserved in the holiness of who he is. Preserved in the holiness of who he is. And it is endless. It's eternal. I tell you, when, when you are up against some real difficult things in life and you start applying the blood and you realize the power that's in the blood, you know that he is your shield all about you, but you know you're victorious because of this blood. You know it. You know it. You've seen it. The strategy of the enemy, though, is this, to lure you out of the blood covering, out of the shield. Out of not, even, the strategy of the enemy is also just to make you not think 
make you not realize the power of this message. Now, I believe that right now every single one that's listening is getting the fullness of it. And I bind and rebuke any devil, any devil that would limit you from receiving the fullness of it. Because we did not come here for partial people, for just for, you know, for some of you to hear and the rest of you not to. Oh, no. Oh, no. We bind up the lying spirit and any deaf and dumb, any stupid spirit. We command it to go right now in the name of Jesus. It's what it is. We command it to go right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that they're all understanding the power of the blood. They're understanding the fullness of what that blood offers us. Not offered, but offers. The strategy of the enemy, yes, is to lure us out of really understanding this covenant, this blood covenant, this blood shield. It is a shield. We've been talking all about lately about shields and swords, haven't we? Shields and swords, about the word of God, about believing and receiving, about the, about the, the sword being the word and coming out of your mouth. But the blood is also, he is also your shield. The blood is also your shield. It's not just the word. It is the blood, but the word is Jesus. Amen? And what was the blood? But the blood of Jesus. So it always boils down to Jesus being your shield, being your sword. It always boils down to the spirit of the living God that didn't stay dead, but rose for you. Amen. You know, the prodigal son was Lord. You go, well, how could that? I wouldn't never. But the prodigal son was in a land of plenty, but yet he was Lord. He was Lord. He was Lord away. He was Lord. In other words, deception, right? Came in. Hebrews 9, 22. I'll just share it. Um, it says, without the shedding of blood... There is no remission of sin. It had to be this way. Had to be this way. Ro um, Revelations 12, 11. Revelation 12, 11. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. That's how you overcome. You've or you are an overcomer, but you decree the word of your testimony. You decree the blood of the lamb. Amen. It's the blood of the lamb. Let's think about Judas for a moment. Because Judas was in the presence of God at the communion table. He was at the communion table with Jesus. And he was so close to God. He was so close to Jesus, he could have reached out and touched him. So it wasn't just this euphoric feeling, I'm, I feel close to him. I know his presence, but he was literally right there in his presence. He was literally right there at the table. He was so close, he could have just reached out and touched him. He was in the presence of God. Judas was. But the devil still talked to him, and the devil still managed to convince him to go and do something different. The devil still, and he was close to him. You say, but he was close. He was close, but he still heard the wrong voice and still operated from the wrong spirit. Let the blood of Jesus right now cover you. Let every thought that you have, every emotion, every form of reasoning right now, if it is not purely from the living word and the blood of Jesus, let it be completely eradicated from your lives right now. Let every ungodly assignment and every ungodly agreement fall to the ground and bear no fruit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break every and all demonic assignments of witchcraft and triangulation that tries to lure you into the pit of deception. I break the deception. I break it right now. In the name of Jesus, break it off yourselves right now. I want you to break it off. As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you. Just put your hand on their shoulder. I want you to start praying in tongues. Just start praying in tongues. Pastor Vijay is putting his shoulder, hand on himself because he doesn't have any, but you can always go find somebody <laughs> or that works too. 
Shikato Borobosi, Kiana Marabasi, O Kotele Rabasi, O Kele Rabasi. Every lying spirit right now, we rebuke you. We command you to go. Devil, the blood of Jesus is upon you. Devil, the blood of Jesus speaks right now, and it's speaking to you out. Pass over, pass over, pass over. The blood of Jesus is against you, Satan. Is against you, Satan. Let every person in this room rise up with a greater strength. Rise up right now with greater, greater, the greater, the greater one that lives on the inside of you. Let the greater one rise. Let the greater. Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you that his blood speaks. I thank you that his blood is within us, in our DNA. I thank you that we're being transformed by the blood. I thank you that the enemy is so afraid of Christians that understand the power in this blood. One drop, just one drop, just one drop of the blood of Jesus is all it takes. We don't need a whole lot, we just need a drop. But I thank you that you shed your blood, but one drop would do. One drop of the blood. I want you to see the one drop. I want you to see the one drop, and I want you to see the power in the one drop. The one drop, one drop of his blood is powerful. It's powerful. It causes the enemy's assignment to crumble at your feet. It causes lying schemes and deceptive plans to be exposed and to be completely undone one drop of the blood I decree over you the blood of Jesus still speaks and somebody say amen Woo, hallelujah did you learn anything today hallelujah Wow, you're never going to walk the same. You're never going to, you're going to, this message, I decree, is going to be burned in your spirit, man, forever. I decree that you're going to have takeaways from this message that's not going to just be head knowledge, but it's going to affect the way you walk. It's going to literally affect the way you walk. You have that shield. That shield of blood all around you. And Satan can't stand it because he's defeated because of it. He's not going to be defeated. He is, already was, because of the blood.